Hey everyone, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or night, depending of course when you are here. Today we are talking about what to do when you haven't adequately prepped for your interview. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn Grow Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, helping to kind of pull back the curtain to HR, right? Because oftentimes people think of HR as a lot of secrets and policy and procedure and, you know, things we shouldn't talk about, and that's just not the case. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, what to do when we haven't adequately prepped for an interview. So here's what I'll say first. It's probably going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Prep is super, super important. However, especially if it's just a first phone interview, it's probably not going to be the thing that prevents you from moving forward. But to that end, it could be. So if you didn't prepare, just simply accept the fact that there's a possibility you may not move forward and take that as a lesson and move on. Reality, probably not. So here's a couple things. Number one is ask really good questions. So if you haven't prepared for an interview, you can still ask really, really good questions during your interview that will assess whether or not this role is a good fit for you and still show your expertise in your role, in your industry, and in your field. Because even if you didn't prep for the interview, you still know what you want and you can ask those questions around, again, culture fit. Number two is taking you know, two to three minutes and reading the company's website, reading their about page. Maybe you're waiting for someone to call you for your phone interview. Maybe you're sitting in the reception area, right? So even if it is two minutes, just to read a quick few bullet points, maybe you pull up the company on Google and read what Google has to summarize about the company, right? (laughs) Any little bit of information, you know, 30 seconds, a minute, whatever it might be, that could really help you. Number three, if you are asked a question that you can't answer because there was a lack of preparation, own it. I know that's not always easy and I know we want our like knee-jerk reaction maybe to kind of talk our way through it and kind of bullshit our way through it, but really just own it. I've definitely said this in interviews before when I was being interviewed and I've said, you know, honestly, I haven't had the time to take the deep dive that I really would want to. Um, However, from what I have gathered here is blah, 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 right? Or from what I have seen, here's what I was interested in, or here's what piqued my attention or whatever it might be, right? So there are ways to own the fact that you haven't invested the amount of time you would like. However, if you're talking to a company, there had to have been something that piqued your interest. So you can start there. Number four is sending a thorough follow-up that shows that you did your homework after the interview. So if you had to own the fact that you didn't adequately prepare, make sure that when you go to send that thank you, that follow-up, whether it is email, usually it's email these days, sometimes (laughs) people can blow you away and send you something uh, in the mail. However, make sure you prove that, hey, I know I didn't have the time to do the deep dive before, but here's my awesome thank you email and I crushed 
the whole research thing, right? You don't say that to people, but your note's going to say that (laughs) indirectly, of course. (laughs) Number five is staying confident. I know this can be tricky. Oftentimes we gain our confidence by doing research and kind of knowing our shit, right? And it can be hard to maintain a really high level of confidence during an interview. However, confidence is going to be really important. Just know Even if you haven't, again, done the deep dive into the research piece, you still know your role, you still know your expertise, you know the market, you know the industry, all of that is still the same. Now, I will say, (laughs) there is a big difference between being confident and being arrogant. So don't be arrogant. There are many old people, (laughs) many, many, many people I talk to that come across as super arrogant and just like, this job can't get done without me. And honestly, none of us are irreplaceable. Yes, there are a lot of people out there in the job market who are amazing at what they do. And if they were to leave their organizations, that organization would feel that loss. However, I have yet to see anyone who has left and the whole company just folds because (laughs) of that one person, right? We can train people to take over our jobs. And the reality is coming across as arrogant doesn't do you any favors. And number six, be early to your interview. Even if you haven't prepared, you still want to be early. Again, while you're waiting, if you have a few minutes, do a little bit of quick research on your phone. But being early and showing up on time, in my mind, is being early. (laughs) Shows that you are still ready for the interview. Number seven is building a rapport with the person that you're interviewing with. And now, typically this is pretty easy, especially if you're interviewing in person. It's easy to kind of build a little bit of rapport either at the beginning or at the end of the interview. I will say this though, be mindful of the time. So I have had people in the past where it's like, okay, we schedule an interview at 3.30 and it's going till four. It's a 30 minute time block and it's four o'clock And I'm wrapping up the conversation because I have another call at four that goes until 4.30, right? And then people will want to start like chit-chatting about like something they saw in my email or my LinkedIn profile or something like that. And so that's always really tricky because it's like now we're over on time and you want to chit-chat and it's like, I want to build that rapport, but I also have to be really mindful of like meeting dominoes, right? (laughs) And everyone has been there. Like if one meeting goes over a few minutes, the next meeting goes over a few minutes and before you know it, like your whole day is off by like 10, 15, 20 minutes and it just gets out of control. So build rapport as long as the person isn't giving you cues that they have to go. So just be really mindful of that. And number eight, be very genuine and authentic. I know that it is easy for people to get nervous when they're interviewing and that can come across as inauthentic. So, you know, before your interview, get yourself in the right mindset. Maybe it's rocking out to your favorite music. Maybe it is, you know, having your favorite beverage that's (laughs) non-alcoholic. It's coffee or whatever. Juice, you know, whatever it is for you. Tea. I do not recommend if your favorite beverage is an alcoholic one to have it before your interview. That would not probably go very well. But just getting yourself like in the zone, right? So like my favorite beverage is hot coffee. So I'll probably rock out to you know, a few of my favorite songs and I'll drink some coffee and I'll drink some water just so I'm like fully prepared for the conversation. And it also gets me in the mindset of like me, right? Like, 
okay, I'm out of work mode and I'm in like Stephanie mode. And so that personally helps me come across as more genuine and authentic. And it also helps take away the nerves a little bit. But it's pretty clear when people aren't being very authentic and they're just kind of, I guess there's no like really great way to put this. Sometimes, well, oftentimes I should say, oftentimes it feels like people are just telling me what they think I want to hear versus what they actually feel, if that makes sense. So being genuine, being authentic, it's important. Most people can see through the bullshit. So (laughs) I would encourage you just to be honest. And, you know, I approach interviewing candidates maybe differently than others do. I don't see it as like, I'm interviewing you. I see it as really just a conversation. Like, hey, I'm going to tell you about the role. I'm going to tell you what we're looking for. I'm going to ask you what you're looking for, what's important to you, ask you about your background. And if all those things align, great. If they don't, no big deal. So it's less of, you know, all about, you know, Q&A with the candidate. It turns into, of course, question and answers because that's what interviews are about, but it's more about just alignment. And so I think if you approach your interviews that way, say, hey, I just want to know if this is a good fit, you're going to allow yourself that room to be authentic and genuine. So that's what I have for you. Eight quick tips on what you can do if you haven't had the opportunity to fully prepare for your interview. I hope you found the information helpful and valuable. If there are any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, there is a link to a Google survey in the show notes. Click that. Be more than happy to get those answered for you. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. Share it with your friends. I really appreciate it. Uh, You can find the show notes over at stephdennis13. And if you want to learn how we can work together, you can head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. Right now, it's on resume review consulting. However, I am at popular request (laughs) going to be offering some career coaching there will be two options, one for email career coaching and then one for calls as well. So either phone or video, whatever people are comfortable with. And I'll just be taking a few people to begin with at very, very introductory, very affordable rates. So keep an eye out on that website. If you are interested and you want to get on a wait list for career coaching, reach out to me directly. You can send me an email. You can find me on uh, social media. You can leave a note in the Google survey. So my email is Steph at Steph. Dennis 13 You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at StephDennis13. The podcast is on Instagram at Career Talk Podcast, so a few different ways to get a hold of me. So if you want to be on the wait list, reach out, let me know. And if you want to financially help support the show, you can do so by donating via PayPal or the Anchor app as well. PayPal link is in the show notes. And if you're on the Anchor app, you can also leave me a voice message, which is pretty cool. And if you have a moment, please, please, please take a quick second to leave a rating and overview for the podcast really, really does help. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome, so fantastic. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye.